All right, guys, thank you for that. And we'll talk to you one more time before the end of our show today. Right now, we're going to welcome in our next guest. We've got Charlie Safar joining us, founder and CEO of CS Recruiting. Charlie, thank you for being here. It's been a while since we've chatted, and I'm excited to kind of round up the 2023 kind of job space with you. Yeah, I'm starting to feel like a broken record, guys, because it doesn't seem like things are getting much better. Um, as we just heard, the market is cooling, momentum has stalled, and it's a very cyclical effect where people aren't buying, freight isn't moving, and then companies aren't hiring like they used to. So um, we're staying optimistic, but there's definitely a lot of interesting things going on in the hiring market right now. And Charlie, now that we're in December, can you give us a quick recap as to really what the market has looked like so far into 2023 and really some, I guess, expectations that are going to be extended into the next year? Yeah, our firm focuses on professional positions, but I think there's a direct correlation when we look at the greater market, when we look at some of the seasonal and temp labor. Um, I saw some statistics last week that manufacturing jobs on the seasonal temp side are down 35,000 from where they were last year. So that's a great indicator of companies that are just slowing down. They're not creating as many products. They're not moving as many products. Um, I think we all know that freight is definitely at a lull right now. So I said this last time I was on the show, but from a hiring standpoint, employers are still very much in control. It sounds like the shippers and employers have the upper hands these days, um, so they can really determine, you know, the exact criteria of what they want. It's not just about the the must-haves for the job, but they can really lean into the nice-to-haves and be a little pickier. We're seeing a lot of hiring processes take longer than usual um, because there is just such a high supply of talent and a low supply of jobs right now. So, Charlie, when we kind of rounded out 2022, when we talked about this this time last year, we were in a space where your advice for the upcoming year was if you are someone who has a job and has a good job, to kind of sit tight and ride out the storm, right? And now we're at a place where a lot of folks in this industry maybe have been able to retain that job, but they're looking at potentially being laid off or they have been laid off in these last rounds of your early Q4 cuts. And now they're sitting here wondering, okay, what do we do going into the new year? If, if you are maybe a job seeker, if you're someone who was an unfortunate victim of a layoff and you're looking for a new position, or if you're someone who's ready to kind of make that next step, what's your advice headed into 2024? Is it to really kind of beef up that resume? Is it to maybe reach out to your network or use something like a recruiting firm to kind of land you that position? All of the above, Kaylee, definitely have an updated resume. And I would give this advice to anyone right now, whether you are in a position and you feel safe or you are an active job seeker, make sure your resume is updated. Uh, companies are really leaning into skills right now. So our advice on resumes is to highlight as many skills as you can. These don't have to be technical hard skills. It doesn't have to be a certification or an expertise with the technology, but really lean into your soft skills, which are your personality traits. So are you reliable? Are you strategic or analytical? Those are the key words that these applicant tracking systems are looking for and that the hiring managers are looking for. 
Um, so I'd say start with your resume and then network, network, network. Um, LinkedIn is a powerful platform where you can see who you're connected to and who they're connected to. So leverage the heck out of that. I would network proactively and make sure you've got strong relationships in place. The people in your network understand what you do, what your skills are, and what you aspire to do so they can always keep you on their radar. And then my other advice is don't give up. There will be a change in the market. There always is. I wish I had a crystal ball to predict when that will be, but hiring will pick up again. So stay focused. Looking for a job can be a full-time job, um, but get your resume out there. Apply, connect, create relationships. That's the best you can be doing right now. And Charlie, as you mentioned, the market will pick up again. And we're going to be some of those early signs that you're going to be watching for. Maybe trends that might be starting to really rise up or shift the market momentums that you would say, okay, maybe we're starting to see a shift or a change in the dynamic in the market overall. Yeah, the past several months, we've seen a really high demand for sales reps, which makes a ton of sense. Every company wants hunters, they want revenue producers, they want freight on their board. So I think one indicator is when we see those demands slowing down and when we start to see um, requests for carrier reps, that will be a really strong indicator that companies need talent that can help them find truckload capacity again. I can't remember the last time we saw a surge in carrier sales talent. So that will be one indicator. And then we are starting to see, we'll call them like little glimmers of hope with some companies that are really focused on expansion, growth, diversifying. So these are employers that may come to our firm looking for an expert. Um, They may be a truckload brokerage, but really wanting to expand and offer intermodal services or maybe pull out a niche and and start moving some heavy hauls. So when we see companies come to us really looking for someone who has expertise with a certain mode of freight, um, that's good news because those companies have opportunity and they're really focused on expansion and growth, which is what our market needs right now. So Charlie, we've talked a lot about technology and AI and using kind of these generative AI tools that companies are using from their hiring practices, whether that's kind of a candidate screening uh, service or things like that to kind of automate some of their hiring process. But these AI tools and the advent of technology is also really useful if you're a job seeker, right? If you're someone who maybe has a ton of experience on their resume, but needs a little refresh and needs to kind of revamp it, summarize it, make it a little more concise. Do you think that these generative AI tools really have a role to play for these employer employees looking for a new job? And can it be really helpful in that process? I think like everything we're talking about with AI, there's pros and cons, there's risks and rewards. So knowing how to use these systems is key. Nobody's really an expert yet, but if you are looking for a new opportunity, spend some time getting to to learn ChatGPT just as an example. Um, I do think it can help a lot. I'm, I'm a fan of it if it's used appropriately. So putting the right prompts in, Um, An example of how a resume can be enhanced with an AI technology is put in the bullets that you've got, no matter, you know, how, um, you know, much of a draft they may be, and give that prompt that you want it to highlight your skills, enhance your attributes, um, make it more of a resume bullet that tells your story. So, really think of your resume. Um, You don't just want to repeat the job description you were in, but you want to tell your career story. And I think if you give 
the prompt correctly, it can help you finesse those words because at the end of the day, the words on your resume are incredibly important and you need to make sure every word counts. Um, you don't want to have any bias. You don't want to have any words that may steer someone to think differently. So um, AI can certainly be used for resume uh, writing. Also for interviewing, if you're going in for an interview, drop that job description in AI and put the prompt in asking, what are some questions that an interviewer may ask me if I'm applying for this job description? Maybe you'll even get in luck that the interviewer also used AI and they come prepared with those exact questions. So um, I think those are some good tools to really lean in, leverage it. Um, and then if you are learning it and spending time learning it, put that on your resume. That is something that we've seen a huge increase in job descriptions that are now looking for people that have AI experience, specifically something like ChatGPT. I love the thought of an interviewer and interviewee both coming to the table with AI questions and answers. And I can only imagine that's going to be much more of the case as we continue to move forward. For those that want to get in touch with you or follow you or maybe utilize your services, how can you do that? Thanks. Uh, follow us on LinkedIn. I put out content for hiring companies and job seekers. Um, so would love to hear from you on the platform and reach out to our team if you are hiring and looking for talent or also if you have experience in our industry, you are an active or passive job seeker. We'd love to get you on our radar. Awesome, Charlie. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thanks, guys. Right now, we're going to head over to the wall with Kaylee Nix, our next weather update.